2: You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
3: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the greatest tag team wrestler of all time. Bully Ray and I talk all about SmackDown from this past Friday, especially the story between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, and did it get real? We'll talk about that. Also, we'll get into the WWE, of course. Them being granted as essential employees, Bully gives his take, and we're back live with the Busted Open Nation. We take a ton of phone calls with you, our loyal nation members. All that right now on the Busted Open podcast. I'm not doing power rankings. Oh, no, 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 no power rankings today, though they are coming. Believe me, you will get the return of the power rankings, sir. And you can get my power rankings if you have the SiriusXM app and you can watch our videos on the SiriusXM app. You get my weekly power rankings. But I digress. No, Bully, it's not about me and it's not about you. It's about the nation because for the first time since March 11th, we are opening up the phone lines to the nation 877-344-4893 877-593 if you can fight you can call <laughs> That's right. The return of the busted open nation. I think we should go to the nation right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's
4: like, go right I, now. I don't think we, let's not even waste time. Joe from North Carolina has been on hold for uh, a month and a half.
3: Yeah, he's, he's been on hold. You know, I, I got a lot of jokes on Twitter that now that the phone lines are open around 11.53 or 11.54, I'll take a phone call for the first time. No, 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 no. I think you're right, Bully. We're going to take the phone calls early, and we're going to take them often, because I think you would agree, Bully, that we miss the busted open nation. I definitely
4: miss talking to them. It was good uh, interacting with them on social media. We did a couple of Zoom phone calls with them. Uh, so it, it's going to be great and I think it's going to be like I don't know I guess therapeutic is the word to use for our listeners and wrestling fans all over you know the, you know the United States to be able to call in talk some pro wrestling with us and uh, have some fun you know there's a, I don't know if there's a ton of things going on today I know I want to get into a couple of things I saw, saw on Smackdown but I think uh, the nation calling in will be good for everybody have a blast we'll all get on jump on social media and have fun
3: Yeah we're going to definitely do that like I said we're going to do it often because we definitely missed the bus at Open And you're right, Bully, There, there is a lot to get into because we've, we keep saying it each and every day, while the, the world seems to be on pause or stop, the pro wrestling world keeps on moving. Essential employees in Florida and the WWE making news. And obviously last week was a bad week, but as we're getting into this week, there's a lot to look forward to. A lot to look forward to on Raw, a lot to look forward to with NXT on Wednesday, a lot to look forward to on SmackDown, and a lot to look forward to on May 10th with Money in the Bank being held in Stamford, Connecticut. That's right. The Titan Towers is where Money in the Bank is going to take place. So obviously the WWE getting very creative with everything that's going on right now.
4: Are you excited for Money in the Bank? <laughs> Did you hear um, about that
3: match on the top of the tower? Listen, it's scary because you don't know what you're going to get, but I think that kudos to the WWE for, hey, listen, we know the situation we're in. Like everybody in the world right now, we have to adapt to the situation that we're in, and I think they're doing that with the Money in the Bank pay-per-view this year.
4: I think the WWE and Aew have both done phenomenal jobs adapting to the situation that we're in with the Black Plague and hopefully this thing is is starting to go away and we can get a sense of like returning to whatever is normal anytime soon but hey pro wrestling, uh, you know the show the show hasn't stopped and you know good job by both companies keeping us entertained.
3: Yeah, and they're doing that. And we'll, you know, obviously, like we always do, we'll get into AEW. We'll get into anything that you want to talk about. But, Bully, I think when it comes to what we're going to talk about, we're not going to talk about anything. We're going to talk too, and that's the Busted Open Nation, because after this whole. Situation that we've dealt with and not being able to take phone calls since March 11th. And I think the nation did a really good job with using the hashtag AskBustedOpen during the last five weeks. It's nothing like taking phone calls. So like Bully said, we're going to do it and we're going to do it often. So let's start right off the bat. Let's do it right now. And you mentioned our good friend Joe in North Carolina. So why don't we take the first phone call From Joe and North Carolina. Joe, what's going on, buddy?
5: Dave, Bully, how y'all doing today?
3: We're excited, man, to talk to you and the nation.
5: All right. Listen, I really do have to thank everybody out there. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Thank Bully. Thank Mark. Thank Ryan. Thank Tommy sometimes. During this daggone past month, you guys have been the distraction away from the negativity, the positivity of the show. You know, I know it's kind of waned a little because a lot of people have been ticked off about what's been happening. But you guys have provided a respite for a lot of us to actually escape what's going on today and going on in this world. And to be honest with you, uh, you know, there's a lot of us that are on here that are going to thank you. I want to thank you. I'm going to let them go ahead and thank you. I just wanted to say to you guys. You guys have honestly have done something that has helped out a lot of daggone people. I have nothing but respect for y'all. Hope nothing but continuation. Let the Busted Open Nation go ahead and have at it today, y'all. Have a great day.
3: All right, Joe. Thanks so much for the phone call. Appreciate it. And, you know, I'm sure we are going to get a lot of thank yous from the nation bully, but I got to thank the nation. I mean, the – just all the, t- the tweets and the Facebook posts. And, you know, you mentioned you and I on the Discord. Mark jumped on the Discord as well. Uh, Tommy and I are coming up with special programming. And we did some stuff on the, on the Busted Open podcast with Watchalongs. Mike, our video guy, has been putting up a lot of video for the nation as well. So as much as we have been a distraction to the nation, I think the Busted Open nation has done a good job of keeping us you know, going during this really difficult time, bully. Uh,
4: how have you been able to maintain your sanity over there in the Lagreca household, trapped in that little corner that you're in?
3: It's how tough. You don't? It's tough, but you know what? I have a wonderful wife, Violetta, who's about ten feet from me. She's preparing for work, and my daughter's about you know twenty feet away from me. Uh, doing her schoolwork and then I got Sarah who's probably still sleeping it off. But uh, <laughs> what but is that, she like 37,
4: 38 yeah, now? Still
3: yeah, living at home? Yeah, she's celebrating her 40th <laughs> birthday next week. Um
4: <laughs> it's, but, but not, gonna throw
3: a pot at you. Any 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 no, she's you can not, hear, she was actually ding! nodding. She was nodding as she was leaving the room. Listen, I think everybody's kind of going through the th- same things because you know, my wife is working and, and, you know, and my daughter's doing school and everything's happening at home. It's, you know, like the, the the bathroom is now the break room, you know, like the kitchen is now the the meeting room. It's crazy how life has changed over the last five or six weeks. But, you know, we've learned to adjust. So, yes, it's been hectic. It's been crazy. But uh, it's the way our world is right now until things can get somewhat back to normal i don't think everything is going to be back to the way it was i think we're going to have to adjust to to some new things and so, you know what good or bad i think we've learned to do that as as a nation over the last decade so we're going to be okay so to answer your question i'm doing okay can i be better yes i could be better but i'm doing okay i'm
4: glad you're doing okay great now that we got all that nice happy crap out of the way let's talk about pro wrestling
3: yeah, see, you got nothing to worry about, bully, because you got the moat surrounding the house. You know what I'm saying? You know, people trying to, you know, people have died trying to swim across that. So, this is the,
4: this is the compound. <laughs> yes. This is a compound. This is this is a palatial, sprawling. It's like Dreamer's Ass. It's
3: sprawling. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, you got true. alligators. You got mines. You know, like it's you got nothing to Not worry mime. about. I don't have a mime minds 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 like, minds boom you got yeah you got, got minds and mines. you got you got all of them all right no all right yeah so let's get back to pro wrestling all right you're right because you so you you um asked me the question about money in the bank and obviously may 10th money in the bank we we're supposed to get it in baltimore obviously that's not going to happen We don't know when we're going to get, uh, you know, live events. It's not going to be anytime soon, but it's going to be at the Titan Towers in Stamford, Connecticut. So let me ask you, Bully, when you first heard that, what were your thoughts? I think it's a unique idea. It reminded
4: me of the, uh, what was the the, the three-tiered cage match in WCW where I think they electrocuted Abdullah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. The uh, the tower it was the Tower of Doom, wasn't it? The Tower of Doom. Yeah. So, like, so,
4: so, what did they say? At this money in the bank, what, they're going to start in the Titan Tower, like on the ground floor in the basement, yep. and then you have to work your way up all the way up to the roof, and then you got to climb the ladder on the roof. And it reminded me of that, uh, uh, of that, of that kind of match. So, I, listen, anything different outside of the box to me right now is is good. You know, whatever it is, because they have to come up with stuff that intrigues us enough to want to watch. You know, if, if money in the bank was taking place in front of, uh, you know, a cold, you know, in front of four, four cold walls again, would I be as interested? I mean, the not performing in front of people, honestly, it's old. We, we can admit that, right? Yes. It's, it's, I, we're so past it already But you got to give both companies credit for doing the absolute best job they can because it's about entertaining the people at home, watching their TVs. I give AEW a tiny, tiny edge in that because they've had the talent at ringside, which has brought a different kind of entertainment to it, different kind of vibe, uh, a different kind of interaction where with Raw, uh, NXT, and SmackDown, it, it, it it is a bit, you know, It's a a bit cold out there, you know? There's nobody reacting, nobody interacting, but still doing anything, like like I keep saying, outside of the box, different, unique, uh, has me interested in this, uh, you know, Titan Tower of Doom, you know? Who knows you think what when they you're get, get? You think when they get on the roof, Vince is waiting for them, and ha ha! You've made it to the top of the tower. Now you have to grab the brass ring. It's almost like climbing up, like Vince's. Uh, uh, who, who is at the top of Mount Doom? Well, in uh, Lord of the Rings, I've never
3: seen a Lord of the Rings movie.
4: Wait a minute! Oh dear God! Here we
3: go again. No, oh, my I, I'm God. sorry. I, I don't. I don't wear. Sand you've sand
4: never I seen Lord of the Rings.
3: No, I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. No, I have not.
4: First of all, Dude, I don't have five in, in, hours in, to invest in a in, freaking in, in movie, about, number one. In about
3: you know what? You you're you're Gollum. No, I don't I don't know what Gollum is. You're but Gollum. I'm, I'm certainly not Gollum. I'm I'm not waiting to get into the enchanted forest of doom you, you in order to use my Gollum magical saber open. in order to get this mystical ring from Sir Gollum. No, I'm sorry, sir. I've never watched the Lord of the Rings. You know, move horrible. Okay.
4: Cody is going to be so oh, mad Cody. at you. Oh, please, Cody!
3: I'm telling Cody. Let Cody be pissed. Cody. Oh, God. Cody's going to be mad at you. Let me wear my enchanted cloak as we take a journey into the forest of doom in order to get this mystical ring that we all need in order to prosper. Please. You kind of look like Smeagol a little bit. This is what I think of the freaking movies, The Lord of the Rings.
4: What are the rings? It's is a pro awesome. wrestling
3: show. It's not Star Wars. It's not Return of, Return of the Jedi's, and it's not Lord of the Rings. Jedi, right? Jedi.
4: There is no S. Only one Jedi returned. Jedi's is plural. Yeah, interesting. Come
3: on, Smeagol. Okay, we'll do that. Watch along with Cody. Probably have to pay him.
6: This week on World of Basketball, Tony Ronzoni, the director of player personnel at the Dallas
0: Mavericks, dropped by to discuss what it was like scouting a young Luka Doncic.
4: You know, I've been doing this for 30 years and I've never encountered a kid at his age that had me when I walked in the gym and I walked out as this kid is special. I've never seen a kid with a
5: swag and a no fear factor and a confidence level. He had for a kid coming from a small country, Slovenia, with two million people.
3: New episodes of World of Basketball are available every Thursday on the Sirius XM app and Pandora Trying to get creative as possible giving you the best programming even though we're going through this tough time and We've had some really good specialty shows. We had the, the best of the Greco Rants that you can now listen to on demand. We had the best of Chris Jericho, the best of Cody Rhodes, the best of Jim Ross, the best of Mick Foley. And tomorrow, Bully, we got a special roundtable show um, talking to Alberto El Patron, talking to King Mo, talking to Stefan Bonner about like how the worlds of MMA... And pro wrestling have been crossing in about the state of both sports with what's going on right now. And you can hear that tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. How did it go? It went, it went, it went good. (laughs) (laughs) It
4: It went, it went, it
3: went. It went good. All right, good. Cool. I'll do it
4: tomorrow. You know why?
3: Because, as you know, and this is, we're finding our way. We're finding our footing. You have, you know, three different people from three different locations on, like, you know, Skype and, you're, you know, with the computer and stepping on one another and stuff like that. Gabby did a wonderful job producing that show. And I know we kill Gabby a lot, and it's all for fun because you kill me a lot. And I'm sure you're about to post a picture on social media that the nation's going to kill me on as well. I beat her to it. Okay. But I was going to say that uh, Gabby uh, did a tremendous job and has been doing a tremendous job. So kudos to our very own Gabby. Gabby? You've done a great job, Andre, Guns, Kelly. Our crew has done a tremendous job, Bully, during this tough time.
4: I thoroughly agree. Andre, Guns, Kelly all have done a phenomenal job.
3: And how about this? We've even had some fighting going on with our engineers. We have a new engineer. His name is Jake. And actually, uh, Daryl and Robert, who I thought were doing a good job, got future endeavored. so... You know, we uh, we say, you know, good luck on your future endeavors. And we have Jake now is our engineer, Bully.
4: Jake, the engineer. Real shady yep. past on Jake, too. We got to be careful about this guy.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. We uh, we heard some things. We, we heard, heard some, some things th- about Jake. <laughs> we heard some things, but we'll keep that within our look.
4: Own. Look, we can see Jake right now. I know the nation can't see him, but that is a shady character right there. Lives in the underground. Lives in the underground of Indy.
3: Tell you, oh. man. Oh, we he's went an, out. He's an old school hacker from Indy. He did. The, you know, he does. You know who the type of guy Jake is? He's the type of guy you go out for dinner, he orders lobster, and then he skips out before the bill comes.
4: Oh, so That's he's, a LaGreca. he's a He's
3: a He's a La think I have never you would done do. that. I have never done that. I have never ordered lobster and walked out. All right, let's go back out to the Busted Open Nation. Let's go out to our good friend Mark in Michigan. Mark, what's going on?
6: Gentlemen, so happy to talk to you guys. Um, Man, it's been way too long. It has,
0: man.
6: Hope you guys are well. Thank you so much for everything you've been doing. I've been a loyal listener. I don't think I've missed an episode in a year and a half, at least. So, um, my question was with basically wrestling being the only sport and the only game in town, have you guys, uh, Dave, this is usually your thing, have you seen a spike in the ratings? have they gone up? Have they remained the same? Have they gone down? What What's been going on? I mean,
3: the, the ratings, I think, across the board uh, are down. When you look at you know, you know, like AEW, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown, um, probably of of those shows. SmackDown's been somewhere close to what the normal rating usually is. But the bright side is, is there's been a lot of extra programming that's done very well. A lot of like the WrestleMania replays that they've shown on FS1 and on ESPN, they have done really well in the ratings. So obviously a lot of people are, are tuning in to, you know, the news and finding out what's going on and the latest on what's going on in our world. So, I, you know, Obviously, the ratings aren't going to be, you know, where they were. But as I keep saying, you know, the the world is adjusting. So the longer this goes on, I think the more and more you're going to see a lot of those ratings get back to where they used to be. And I think, you know, when you watch some of the ratings this week, I think you'll see this week the ratings will be much better than last week and the week before.
5: Well, thank
6: you very much. But do you think uh ESPN and FS, well, I know FS1 obviously with their relationship with Smackdown, but do you think ESPN will pick up any more programming in the future?
3: I think they should. And and thank you so much for the phone call. Mark, I I if, you, you know, Dave. if you got it, buddy. And if I'm ESPN, I look more into pro wrestling, especially right now when there's nothing going on. I mean, you know, with nothing going on and knowing that this is live. Hey, it's that's it bully. It's the reason why we're live right now. I'm very, very thankful to to Mother Marissa and Steve Cohen for giving us the opportunity to be live because there's a lot of shows right now that aren't. You know, that we're in the same predicament that, that we have been in the last month. But you know what? Being the fact that pro wrestling is live And has multiple shows that are live That we need to be live And I'm glad that we've gotten that opportunity For sure uh, I definitely
4: think it says a lot About the strength of Busted Open But it's mostly about the listenership It's about the nation You know, we have a very, very loyal fan base On this show And that's the driving force Behind what you do, I do Tommy, Mark, everybody that's involved with the show So when you look at the world Of pro wrestling, who's live? Well, the WWE is, or who's at least presenting, you know, content, even if it's taped or live. It's the WWE, it's AEW, and it's busted open. And, I, and I'm and i not, that. that's not me blowing smoke up the show's ass. That's me blowing smoke up the nation's ass and the fans and the listeners. Because if they didn't demand this show so much, if they didn't, you know, actually give their feedback on how much they want and love this show, it probably wouldn't be a priority. It's a priority because we have a loyal fan base. To So to that loyal fan base, I salute you.
3: Absolutely. Like I always say, there would be no busted open if it wasn't for the busted open nation. And and look, you know, right now, probably now more than ever, Bully, I'm not really going to look at the ratings. We always kind of looked at the ratings on Thursday mornings on what happened, you know, on Wednesday night. Don't know if you can really do that, though. NXT has beaten AEW the last couple of weeks. I think a big reason for that, Bully, is because NXT is live. And AEW's tape. Now, that's just my guess. That's just my opinion. You might have a different one, but I think if there was ever a time to really not look at the ratings, it would probably be right now. Yeah, I mean, NXT
4: has won. And what has it been by like a thousand or two thousand viewers
3: each week? It's been very I mean, I know the first week it was it was it was just a thousand more. So the way I look at it is it's neck and neck, right? Yes,
4: It's probably not the best time to look at the ratings right now. Um, I think a lot more people are watching the news. Um, Although you'd probably get more truth in pro wrestling than you would from the news right now. Um, And I, I think that's why the ratings are where they are. A couple of weeks ago, I posted the ratings for the two shows, and I never do it, never. But I posted it for a reason. And I wanted to see what the perception of people were. And people were destroying, you know, um, NXT. A- and people were like, oh, why, Bully, uh, you're such an AEW mark, you're posting these ratings. And I said, no, I'm not posting these ratings for anything. I just wanted to see how pro wrestling fans would be right now. Only, Out of like 500 responses, like only 10 people got it right. And the the correct answer was, hey, I'm just happy that we got pro wrestling right now. And I'm happy that we get to watch one show or the other show or both shows, as opposed to this continuous wrestling, bickering and war, despite the times we're living in right now. And then you see people bitching and moaning about the WWE and essential business. Listen. If you're a businessman or a businesswoman and you own a business, it's like, it's like going to war every day. And if you, you're going to fight to keep your business open, no matter what you have to do, whether that's Vince McMahon with World Wrestling Entertainment or whether that's Jimmy Pizzos who owns a freaking vegetable stand on 188th Street, you're going to try to keep your restaurant open. Jimmy Pizzos, by the way, back to school. Obscure reference. So I, I, I got to give anybody and everybody credit who does whatever they need to do to keep their business up and running. It's nothing to do with Vince McMahon. It has to do with business people. And if you can keep your business up and running and you can keep people employed, hey, it's business. You do whatever you have to do. Sometimes those things, you know, are are very popular decisions. And sometimes they're going to be unpopular decisions. And what did Hurricane say on the show last week? Every decision that Vince McMahon makes is a million-dollar decision that affects a lot of people. So you can't, you, you can't blame anybody. And, and in a way, if Vince gets professional wrestling and sports entertainment deemed essential business in the state of Florida, well, who else does that affect, Dave?
3: Well, it's going to affect, it's, it's going to be a trickle-down effect for sure. That means AEW can run live, right? Yeah, they're centered they're they're in Florida and
4: they they're in Florida. And if an indie wanted to run. Now people are going to say, "Well, they shouldn't be running. Everybody should still be staying home right now." Yes, I get it. And I agree with you. But now that it is deemed an essential business, there is a way to make money. Hey, say some indie show wanted to run, right? And they wanted to you could only have what's what's the amount of people in Florida right now? I don't know. 50
3: Yeah, but but even then, like it doesn't even have to be in front of people. It could be a show that's presented that's only available on YouTube or something like that. But at least it's something that can be entertaining to the masses, but also make money for people as well. I mean, these are bully. I keep saying every single show, we have to adapt. Well, yeah, be, be adapting is what we're seeing with a lot of businesses right now. Restaurants, you know what? They can't open their doors for the public, but they do have takeout that's available. They're going to do, like you said, they're going to fight for every kind of inch to keep their businesses open in some way by adapting to what's going on to keep their head Above water. Now, whether it's a small business like the local deli down the street or a big corporation like the WWE, it's still a business, and they're going to fight for any way possible to provide you entertainment and be able to make money for themselves as well. Or we're going to get more things of what happened with the WWE last week, which is mass layoffs, and that's the last thing we want for anybody in this world right now. People
4: got offended by the mass layoffs, and I can understand how the perception is much worse than the reality. I don't think fans realize that those mass layoffs can come at any moment. In your contract, and you know what, Dave? Maybe I'll pull my contract yeah. out for tomorrow. The biggest names in the fight game are on the Akin Barak Show. Matchroom Sports Managing Director.
3: Anyhow. This is a global pandemic that is taking hundreds of thousands of lives globally. And I feel as much as we love sport, as much as we need live events for our business, we have to wait our turn. But what we can do is make sure that
4: when that turn comes, we're ready. The Akim Barak Show, weekdays from noon till 3 Eastern, only on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
3: It's been a while. We haven't talked to the nation since you know march 11th and if you forgot the number 877-344-4893 877-FIGHT93 you ready to get back to our loyal fans bully hansy's been snoring since february let's go all right let's do it let's go out to. how about this what's a good way to start let's go out to izzy in orlando what's going on izzy
1: Hey, hey, it feels so good to be back. Um, but before I go into it, I gotta ask, when will there be a busted open don't rush challenge?
3: A busted open don't rush challenge. You're gonna have to educate me on this.
4: Izzy. Oh my god, okay. Izzy, he's not up it's, to date. He doesn't know what's going on. Come on, Izzy, smart in this the kid up.
1: As the kids would say, Dave Riguccia is a boomer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> a thirteen-year-old is burying Sissy. you on your own show.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, got so him, Izzy. Uh, got I got mean, I for the uh...
1: um, but basically, a don't rush challenge. It uses this song. I guess it's called "Don't Rush," and I guess a lot of wrestling fans are trying to use it to get Evolution Two, which I really think will never happen, but. They're trying to get their voices heard. Um, They're kind of bad, and they're kind of basic. But besides the fact, um, I just wanted to say, and I know you guys are going to get this a bunch of times today, I just wanted to say thank you so much for allowing the Busted Open Nation to call. I've really missed you guys, and I think wrestling fans really need an escape right now because we don't have all our wrestling fans or friends to talk to about what we love, and that is wrestling. So it's definitely been hard over the past few months or weeks or days, but I think we're all going to get through it as a community. And I've been listening pretty much every single day since I have nothing to, nothing else to do. Um, And then going on about wrestling, I'm kind of used to how things are now. I'm sure I miss like going to wrestling, going to NXT weekly. It's definitely harder for me with my weekly show, the hot tag, because I have to change it up. And I have to come up with new ideas a lot, but it's just, I really miss it. Like WrestleMania, it was definitely a hard weekend because I was looking forward to the busted open party, seeing all my friends. And I know that was going to be a huge weekend for me because I had a lot of interviews and I had a big opportunity for something big to happen. So I just want to say, I miss you guys so much. Um, Just thank you for creating the escape. You guys have been doing truly amazing just incredible. And I hope you guys are doing staying staying safe. And I just love you guys so much.
3: Yeah and Izzy we love you too and Izzy I, I just wanted to say something to you because I actually had a conversation with my wife Violetta over the weekend about you and about you know you know somebody who is 12 years old to be this dedicated and this driven and to be this focused like you are you know I, I give kudos to you and your family who have been I know a tremendous <laughs> support system for you your mom and dad who are, are just tremendous people and yeah. I you know I've been lucky enough to meet them on, 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 on a bunch of different occasions but like you're extremely extremely focused and driven that's very difficult to do you know someone your age so uh, you know i give you all the credit in the world so is you're doing an awesome Thank awesome you. job and don't worry you know I, I appreciate that we're an escape for you and um listen we our community will be back and it'll be ba- be back in a big way so don't worry about that
1: yes definitely
3: See you, uh, Izzy. Izzy, thank you so much for the phone call, Hi. Izzy, and I'm glad too. You know, now Izzy's, you know, Izzy's, you know, her schools are home, so now she can she can listen and call in anytime she wants to. Now, bully, I got to tell you, I
4: like the fact that children are home with their parents more. I think it's good for parents to do a little bit of homeschooling, especially teaching their kids how to, you know, do things that kids might not normally learn how to do these days. You know some of those old school things like learn how to change a tire, learn how to you know mop a floor. Things that Violetta has you doing.
3: Oh yeah, I got my honeydo list, and I'll I'll get that handed to me when I uh, sign off the air with you, bully. But know what? You know what though? That's the one thing that for me, has definitely been a foundation of all the issues that are going on. And it's rough for everybody. We talk about it on a daily basis. But I'm glad to be home with my family. I'm lucky that my family is is home and safe. And I know a lot of people are going through issues with their family where it's not the case. So I have, you know, count your blessings. And if you're home, you know, I, I hate you hearing the word bored. You know, when people are saying, I'm bored to tears, I don't want to hear that because so many people are suffering because they don't have work or people are suffering because they have family members or loved ones that are sick or have passed away. You know, try to make a positive of the situation if you can. And if you are home with your families, be lucky that you are home with your families. One thousand percent. I totally agree. Let's get back to the nation. All right. Let's go out to Butch. In Alabama. What's going on, Butch? Hey, Butch. I I think we lost Butch. Let's go out to Keith in Pittsburgh. What's going on, Keith?
5: Hey, how you doing, guys? Welcome back. Hope you're doing safe. Thanks, Keith. Listen, um... I am blessed. Is I got a job. I work at the VA hospital in charge of cleaning. I'm a veteran myself, so I'm not complaining, at least. But the only drawback I got, I've, I've been working a lot more, and i tell you right now, when I turn on Sirius XM and I know it's may be out of the realm. Maybe you can school me so I'm understanding a little bit. But uh, I really didn't know if you guys were back on the air because yeah, they put all these other shows on, like the Aki Baraki show fights, at the fights, and Luke Thomas, nothing against it. But, geez, I, I, I haven't listened. I turned it on on Sunday morning. They they, they switched these schedules around. I can't even listen to you guys sometimes anymore because I only like six days a week. And I caught one episode on Sunday with Mark Henry and uh, Ryan McKinnell. So. I mean, is there, are, are they doing something different, or can they switch it around, or something, or, or can they help out? I, I haven't even been able to listen to some of—I haven't listened before WrestleMania, even before that. Just well, you know, guys, know what? They've been switching.
4: We're going to get right on that. We're, we're going
3: to switch it
5: around. We're getting right
3: <laughs> on that right now.
5: You're the best, Bully. Thank you very much. Bully you got gets it shit Anything done. for you?
3: Bully gets shit done. And, and seriously, I mean. Listen, we are now live. I mean, because, listen, the last month has been a little crazy <laughs> in the world and at SiriusXM, and they've been doing their best to get us on the air. And we haven't missed – I think we missed one day. That one day, Thursday, uh, May 12th, we were not on the air. We had a replay on. But since then, we have been doing original content and new shows. So, so Bully, we are live from 10 to noon Monday through Saturday, ten to noon, we are live on the air. And what we have done to fill that nine o'clock hour is we've been doing specialty shows. Tommy and I have been taping a lot of different specialty shows. Like we have one coming up, you know, with the Rise and Fall. Jimmy Superfly Snuka. We did one on, you know, Barely Legal. We we uh, we've done best of shows, like our best interviews with Chris Jericho and Mick Foley and Cody Rhodes. We have a roundtable show with Stefan Bonner and King Mo and Alberto El Patron that's going to be on 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. So we have been doing a lot of original content for the 9 a.m. Eastern hour, and then Bully and I and Mark and I are going to be live from 10 a.m. to noon, Monday through Saturday. Now, as far as replays and things like that, the one thing I suggest that everybody does is A, Download the SiriusXM app and listen to the show on demand. You can listen to it anytime. When we're done, Gabby does a tremendous job of getting that show back up and running on the SiriusXM app so you can hear it anytime. And then we have a lot of video content, interviews, some segments from our shows that we're doing from home on the video component. So I definitely strongly suggest you download The SiriusXM app, plus another way you can listen to the show, Bully, and, you know, I try to promote this as much as possible, is the Busted Open podcast. The Busted Open podcast has an original show each and every day. We don't do it once a week. We have an original show each and every day, and we do a lot of exclusive content of things that you don't hear on our show on Sirius XM that you get on the Busted Open Podcast. Uh, Tommy Dreamer and I have been doing weekly watch alongs with some of the greatest main events in the history of pro wrestling that is exclusively on the Sirius XM app and on demand that you can see with the video component. And while I'm plugging stuff, go to Pro Wrestling Tees and buy a Dave LaGreca t shirt.
4: I'm blown up just listening to you.
3: <laughs> You got
6: to get the bro wrestling
3: D's and get the Dave LaGreca Lack of Funza shirt. Everybody needs one. Just search Dave LaGreca. And you You should get a shirt and put your face on Bilbo Baggins, and we can call you Sleepy Time Bilbo's. Oh, Sleepy Time Bilbo. See, that's you getting creative. I love that. I'll do anything to make a buck. All right. Let's go out to (laughs) Patrick. Yes, that too. Let's go out to Patrick in Maryland. Patrick, what's going on, buddy?
6: Hey, guys.
3: How you doing? What up, Patrick? Uh, first of all,
6: I'm glad you're back on. Um, I wanted to talk. First of all, this essential business.
3: Well, wait a second, Patrick. Wait a second. We have yeah. always yeah. been on, but now we're back being live. We used to tape the show at like 6 o'clock in the morning, Bully and I, but now we're back live. So we haven't gone anywhere. Oh. We're just back being live. <laughs> Go ahead, Patrick.
6: Well, I, I, I love hearing you guys. First of all, I hear a lot of people complaining, too, about WWE and wrestling being an essential business. You know what? Here's the thing. There's so much shit going on in this world. I'm glad that it's an essential business because it keeps my mind off of the news. It keeps my mind off all the crap that's happening. And it merges me into a world of fantasy. And I get to watch some of my favorite wrestlers and athletes. I'm glad it is essential business. And I think it should be. Uh, secondly, I wanted to talk about the New Day a little bit. Um, I like the New Day, don't get me wrong, they've been around a while. I, I, I'd really like to see them kind of on their own, especially Xavier Woods. You don't really hear much from him. I know he's injured now, but when, when they were a, when they were together, he didn't really, I mean, he was kind of the voice of the team, but I'd like to kind of see what he could do on his own. And, and Big E, I think Big E needs a big push. You know, you see, you've seen, um... Uh, kofi get his push i think biggie needs a push uh and the other thing i wanted to talk about wrestlemania i a lot of people i've 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 read on social media and my friends are saying that it was just kind of a kind of crappy it wasn't good to fans and everything screw that i watched mania and i gave it i gave it a solid b minus i think with without any fans in attendance i thought they put on a damn good show I was a little disappointed with both the first four matches and the Daniel Bryan match. I was kind of disappointed in how that ended. But overall, I thought it was a solid show. And for people that really go off of the crowd and get their energy from the crowd, I thought they did really, really well. And I I was really impressed by how well the pay-per-view was as a whole. Um, With that, I'm going to take your comments off the air. And I really appreciate you guys taking my call. And thanks for doing what you do, guys. Seriously, thank you.
3: You got it, Patrick, and thank you so much for the phone call. I mean, people can bitch and moan about WrestleMania 36, about the crowd. What, what else were they supposed to do? I mean, postpone it? We don't know when things are going to be back to a point where there is going to be a crowd to watch WrestleMania. Cancel it? Why? Cancel it to next year? Isn't it better to have a WrestleMania than have no WrestleMania at all? Was it an ideal situation? No. But, Bully, we talked about this a lot. They did the best that they could do. And as a matter of fact, there was a lot of highlights that I think you could say were WrestleMania moments from WrestleMania 36. And
4: unfortunately, when you are a part of the WWE, no matter what the WWE does to do the best that they can do, it'll never be good enough in some fans' eyes. I cannot figure out one thing to be angry about, mad about, or disapprove of WrestleMania of WWE moving forward with WrestleMania 36. It's so easy to sit home and bitch, moan, and complain and go on your social media. If somebody has a business and they reach out to independent contractors and tell them, I'd like you to be part of this show, whether it's a Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or WrestleMania, and that independent contractor agrees to be part of the show, then so be it. What's the, what's the problem? Postpone till when? There's talks out there of, of, of concerts and, and football games and baseball games not taking place again until fall 2021. We don't know if that's true or not, but if it is true, so is that what the WWE was supposed to do? Postpone until then? I read something on social media, Dave, where the WWE is already uh, arranging a plan B for WrestleMania next year. So what were you going to do? There was no postponing WrestleMania. You don't postpone WrestleMania. You don't postpone the Super Bowl. If there's a way to keep it going, you do. And they did. Miserable people have nothing better to do than to complain. And they gave us a good product. I'll just I'll say good, and I don't even think it was good. I think it was better than good. I thought it was a very good WrestleMania, but I'll back it down to good just for the bottom feeders that want to bitch and moan because you can't sit back and tell me this year's WrestleMania sucked. It did the not. The performances. Did not. You're right. It did not suck at all. So what What kind of people out there are complaining about wrestling or, or WrestleMania 36 in particularly? I don't get it. Oh, they're putting the wrestlers in harm's way. All the wrestler has to say is, I don't want to be there. If any wrestler would go to Vince McMahon and say, sorry, Vince, I just don't feel comfortable. What did the
3: Miz do? He stayed home. He didn't compete. Roman Reigns stayed home, did not compete. They didn't feel comfortable. There you go. There you go. Saudi Arabia, uh, 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 Daniel
4: Bryan, Kevin Owens, Vince, don't want to go. I don't agree with the practices over there or whatever's going on. I don't want to go. They stayed home. Did it affect either one of their pushes? Nope. So all this stuff that people complain about has holds no water. Zero. I might hold water. Dreamer might hold water, but these complaints hold no water. It's about grown men and women doing what they think is right for themselves. If you're worried about getting the coronavirus, tell Vince I can't be at WrestleMania. You worried about getting corona? Tell Vince you can't be at Raw. Most of these wrestlers want to work. AJ Styles just said in an interview, I want to work. They want to be performing. They want to do what they do so easy for people who just don't get it and don't understand what the wrestling business is truly about and what it's like to be a part of this business to sit back and just pick up their phone and just rattle stuff off that makes absolutely no sense.
3: A hot topic. It has been a hot topic all weekend long coming after SmackDown from this past Friday night. And that was Sonya Deville. I know you're a big fan of Sonya's. She's got a lot of talent in the ring. And you said, Bully, that talent was going to shine during this tough time. Because now, because there is no crowd, you know, the cream is going to kind of rise to the top when it comes to microphone And the skills and promos. And we definitely saw all of that with Sonya Deville this past Friday.
4: You know what I like best about Sonya Deville cutting that promo right to Mandy Rose's face? What's that? It wasn't Sonya Deville talking. It was Daria Baronado. You got what I'm talking about here? A lot of realism to what she was saying. Daria Baronato is an Italian girl from Jersey, and that came out. All of that natural personality came out. When they actually did a close-up of her, I almost felt like I was in her kitchen uh, eavesdropping on a conversation that she would be having with fellow Italians (laughs) because of the... Because of the the tone, the inflection, what she was doing with her hands, just e- everything was resonating. She was being a real person. She was delivering the scripted lines like a real person, and that's what I loved so much about the promo. As I've said, as I said a couple of weeks ago, this really shitty situation is going to work out for a couple of people because it's going to allow them to step up to the plate. When was the last time we've spoke about Sonia Deville hitting a home run with a promo? We haven't. She did with this. Great material, great delivery. Obviously, we love the story. It went on social media, I put her over. Not that that's a big deal, I'm just saying. it. Re- that promo resonated enough with me that I felt the need to give her the attaboy on social media because she did a great job. Good physicality. Knocked out Mandy, and now we got Mandy second-guessing herself, saying, I'm going to prove to the world that I'm not just another pretty face. I like it. I like
3: it a lot. And you talked about I the like realism of it. A lot. I like it a lot. Um, you talk about the realism of it, and you saw a lot of that swagger and attitude you know, from Sonia. Here's the thing. When you look at the words that she said— that's probably things that Mandy Moore has heard a lot of. Now, I don't think it's true. Mandy Rose. But, yes, I'm sorry, Mandy Moore. Who's Mandy, sorry, Mandy Moore? Ro- uh, she was a pop singer like 15 years ago. <laughs> Dear God. Looks like somebody had one too many Zimas this <laughs> no, morning. But you know what, though? It kind of goes whether it's Mandy Moore or Mandy Rose. That's a lot of what Mandy Moore heard of 15 years ago. She was just a pretty face and she couldn't sing a lick. And it wasn't true. It's the same thing with Mandy Moore. Like Sonia said, you know, Mandy, you have zero talent. She was like, zero talent. You're just a pretty face. I'm sure Mandy's heard a lot of that. Again, not true, but I'm sure it hit home with Mandy for sure. You know,
4: if I was. Uh, a writer and we have Mandy Rose in a situation (laughs) where she's talking about, I'm going to prove to you that I'm not just another pretty face. I would suggest doing something with her character that is so extreme, but I think would be shocking and a very interesting turn of events. So, Dave, I'm going to throw this to you. You're a writer, and she says, I'm going to prove to the world I'm not going to be another pretty
3: face. What would you have her do? I I guess change her appearance. You know, know, whether it's makeup or a mask or something to hide her appearance so that no one's looking at her face. They're judging her by what she does in the ring. I would go so far with this that people would be
4: forced to take her seriously i would have her take up take take off all of her makeup i would have her come out to the ring one day completely dressed down but with her face completely made up in her makeup her blonde hair done you know so all we have to concentrate on is her face just look at her from the neck up and her head So maybe she's just dressed all in black But your focus is completely on her face And she cuts that promo And she says, I told the world I'm not going to be just another pretty face And she proceeds to wipe all the makeup off She takes off all of her makeup And then she pulls out a pair of scissors And cuts off all of her own hair a completely different look. Now I know what I'm saying is extreme, but it shows a commitment to the gimmick and the story. The the blonde hair is going to grow back, we know that. Okay? Now I know suggesting to a, you know, a pretty woman like Mandy to cut off that blonde hair that's probably been growing forever is it's very harsh. But man, if you ever wanted a shock wrestling fans and she starts cutting off her own head and then shows up the next week looking like Demi Moore and GI Jane, holy shit. This girl ain't kidding around. She's serious. And now she's in she's in, you know, she's in, you know, her gear, she, she almost goes Austin-esque. Black gear, black boots. And she tells the world, you will start taking me seriously. Feel free to shoot me down if you don't
3: think it's a good idea. I love the idea, but you said a word, and that's commitment. Now, maybe this is the old man talking again, bully, and feel free to shoot me down. But I think you've noticed a lot on social media, people playing up their storylines and character. Perfect example would be Lana. Lana is, you know, after her husband was released from the WWE last week, she was just like, you know, sorry to hear next, you know, in capital letters next. Like, you know, she's married to Bobby Lashley. She's not married to Rusev. Now, now Mandy Rose recently did an interview. And again, bully, if I'm being too, uh, too much the old guy here, feel free to say it. She did an, an interview on tvserieshub.tv. It's a website I've never heard before. I guess it's an entertainment website. And she was talking about the storyline that she has with Otis. And, and this is her quoted in the interview. She says, Otis always was around in NXT and posing pics of me and talking about how much he liked me in a cute way, not a creepy way. This continued on, and I thought it would be, a gr- it would be great if this became a storyline, especially once Otis entered WrestleMania. I actually went to Vince McMahon myself and pitched the idea, and he loved it. She went on to say, My boyfriend doesn't have an issue with it. It's all a storyline, and it's all entertainment. If he got jealous of this, or if any guy did, it wouldn't work out, honestly. When you when you hear that quote, does it bother you like it bothered me?
4: No, man, because we've seen we've seen this taken to the umpteenth degree where the curtain gets pulled back. Let's go to that video that the prince of Saudi Arabia released with Undertaker and Brock Lesnar sitting next to each other having dinner and Brock basically saying, "Hey, Taker, can you pass the salt and pepper?" You know, the, the curtain has been pulled back enough. So I understand how the traditionalist in you, that diehard wrestling fan, doesn't want the curtain pulled back on this at all. But that that's what goes on. So in that interview, are they showing a commitment to the gimmick? No. But does anybody really show that commitment to the gimmick in the WWE anymore? I don't think so because we are you know, we understand that it's a sports entertainment world. Look at what we're getting with The Undertaker with this, you know, this new series on the WWE Network. He's even allowing the curtain to be pulled back on himself enough. So if Taker's allowing the curtain to be pulled back, I'm sure, you know, with other people, you know, it's okay too. So I don't have a problem with what she said, but you could take what she said and work the whole thing yeah you know what i was part of a storyline blah 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 but in this storyline people were telling me that i would never be good enough and i would just always be a pretty face and that's you know that's almost ribbing on the square they're using reality as a way to move a storyline forward well, you know what? It's no longer a storyline. I am tired of being referred to as just a pretty face. I'm tired of people looking at me as just a, you know, um, you know uh, I don't know, a, a sex symbol or a, just a pretty girl. I can actually wrestle. I got into this business because I wanted to be an entertainer and a wrestler. Now you're not going to look at my pretty face anymore because there's not going to be any more pretty face to look at. And that's where she takes the makeup off and cuts the hair off. It's kind of like Demi Moore and G.I. Jane, you know, when she when she be, you know, went into that SEAL unit, you know, if Dreamer was involved, it'd be a walrus unit. But she went into that SEAL unit. Look at you, you don't want to pop too loud, but you got a huge smile on your face. She had to prove herself. And she had to, she had to work harder than the men. Do I think this is going to happen? No. Do if if this was a a different company, a different time. Uh, let me put it to you this way. That idea is a Heyman idea. That's right up Heyman's alley because that shows commitment to the gimmick. Remember when the Sandman got blinded and he left a patch on yep. his eye for okay? Remember when uh, uh just recently when um when Dustin Rhodes got injured, the cast on his arm, or um moxley with the patch on his eye but it was all the work that shows a commitment to the gimmick that's my take on it if i had the pencil i would at least suggest it but i would never make this suggestion to creative unless i talk to mandy about it first this is one of those ideas where you need to make sure that the talent is on board first You can't just go behind talent's back because then let's say you're you're on the creative team and you go, Vince, got this idea, blah, blah, blah. My God, I love it. She takes off all her makeup and then she shaves her head. Perfect. Let her know that that's the way we want her on Monday. Now you just spring this on her and now you put her in a position to say no. Now you put her in a position to
3: get heat. So that's the idea that I would have and that's the way I would go about it. Yeah, and I, if Mandy was listening to this show, and I know she follows us on at Busted Open Radio, I would take that idea and I would present it because that would definitely be a commitment to the gimmick and the character. All right, go ahead. You're about to say something. I know it.
4: No, I, I, no, I was just, I was just wondering. Do you? I don't listen. Neither one of us know Mandy Rose on any kind of real level other than hello and goodbye. If you're Mandy Rose, do you consider that gimmick? Do you consider that idea? Or do you think that's just like a absolutely not no way?
3: No, I, I think I think that's something that's gotta be crossing your mind. When the whole story on Friday was Sonya saying that they just they just like you because you're beautiful, you have zero talent, you have no talent. Well, why not? The first thing that comes to your mind is like, I'm gonna show you, right? Now, you could go the way of, like, I'm going to beat your ass in the ring and I'm going to show you how good I am. Yeah, but why not make that commitment? Why not go G.I. Jane? Why not shave the head, you know, and say, you know what? I'm all in. I am all in, and I'm going to prove you wrong. I, Um, I I think she'd be able to rock the look, too. Yeah, I mean, she is. she's beautiful no matter what you do with that hair.
2: Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal